Pastor Troy. You're on the dock with us together. We got a great team here. We are having a good time. Hope you're joining us today. Again, at On the Dock, we're always about conversations that propel your faith out of the shallows and in the deep. If you've got any inspiration, any aspiration to decide to go into the media business, these guys are going to inspire you and move you forward, especially as Christian men and women of God. These guys have got some great things. And if you are a man or woman of God and you need to get your news, you want to get it from a source that has the Lord Jesus Christ at their heart and core. And these guys are really there. I hope you enjoyed part one. If you haven't heard it, go back and watch it. How do you watch part one? You can get on our platforms. Our YouTube platform has all of our archives there as well. You can watch us live live there today on this episode, but you can go back and find the others. We're also on iTunes and Spotify, Google Podcasts, Facebook. Facebook's got an archive for us as well, Roku. Uh, Rumble and SermonNet. SermonNet's where we house our stuff, so you can always find our archive there as well. It's a great app you can download and run, and uh, it's a great way to do it. You can check us out on our, on our social media partners at Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Telegram. Check that out. Be in conversation with us. Send us some information. Remember, this is a positive show. We talk about good things and godly things, so reach out to us. We'd love to talk to you. When you find those platforms, hit subscribe, like, notify. Amen. Get involved. Engage us. And then tell other people about On The Dock so they can find out what we're doing. They don't want to miss good programs like we got today. And we got a Patreon relationship. Patreon, become a partner there. Go find On The Dock with Pastor Troy there at Patreon. And you can become a sponsor or a partner. Look up those things and find out other opportunities to serve with us and be a part of the On The Dock team. We'd love to have you be a part of that. And finally, you can check out all this at onthedock.org. You can find links to all of our platforms. It'll even show you how to download it. You can watch a viewer right there if you want to watch it on your computer or on your on your iPhone or on your Android phone. You can watch it right there. You can also find the links to Patreon, and you can also email us anytime you want to reach out to us, info at onthedoc.org. Good to have you. We're back in the studio. We got the group from the Swinford Media Group here. This, I call it the Swinford Media Empire because they have just taken this thing from a, a, a start, and it is just building and swelling, and they are, I mean, they are doing so well here. I'm excited about having them here. In the studio with me is Bill Swinford. Bill is the uh oh that's a bad one i got Publi- publisher in chief publisher and chief that's that's your title you gave me so yeah, I'll, I'll go no I, I i i like that a lot i'm gonna show you this picture i've got there you go how about this one i got one all by oh, you yeah that looks that's like a, a great picture that's a publisher in chief I, I mean you got the lion's mane going i love it i love it bill <laughs> i love it i wish i could grow my hair like that i'd try it It'd be terrible. And then I've got the dynamic duo here. I got, I got Rachel Stroud and Riley Swinford in the studio with us. So we're so glad to have you guys in here. And uh, we're going to hear more about those. So Riley is uh, the uh, general manager and editor. That's right. Rachel Swinford Media Group, anchor for Marion Star Live and other stories and work you're doing, amazing stuff you're doing. Yes, sir. Yeah, she's most well-known for being my co-host on Family Fun Day for the Heron House of Hope. <laughs> She'll be back with us for this year on September 12th. That's her. I know, I know. I'm, I'm, I'm stepping over Swin for Media Group right now because I know that's the big show, and we want her to be a well, part of it. Well, she wasn't best known for that before. She will be. After. She will be, no, because we raised twice as much money as we've ever raised. I mean, twi- I mean, and Riley, you look good, good next to her, but I'm a – Better and more lovely oh, co-host. For sure, for sure. No, no, I'm a more lovely co-host. I have more substance, <laughs> significantly more substance. Yeah, yeah. You know, so if you stretch me out, I could be as tall as her. <laughs> yeah, I have it there, and, and I love that your team there, Rachel there, and Victoria Shroud. Is it Shroud or? Sh- yeah, sure, Victoria Shore, and she's a good reporter. And you said she's in Missouri now. She will be. Soon. She will be. Yeah. Well, she's going to do great things. I can tell you right now. She's amazing. Check them out. The Marion Star. They have multiple publications. The Marion Star. That's the Marion Paper, the Independent, which is my hometown paper in Heron, the Courier in Carterville, and their whole group. You can check out their Marion Star Live as well. Uh, they do incredible stuff for for game day. 
You can watch the Wildcat game day stuff going on, and they've got good specials like turning back time. You can check that out. They've got the they got Instagram presence at at the Marion Star Live. They've got YouTube presence at at Swinford Publications, and they've got four different Facebook presences for each of your papers. That's pretty cool, guys. At Marion Star, at the Independent, at Carterville Courier newspaper, and at Heron Independent. I checked all those links; they all work fine, and I'm glad you guys got a great presence out there. Thank you. I know there's some others. I, I know you. There's. I know you've got Twitter and stuff like that. Instagram. Instagram presence. Yeah, yeah. You got, it's just. It's a media day. Do you guys do each of those individually, or are you doing like we do now? And we cheat with hero post. You can take hero post. You can be on all of them. Um, a little bit of both. A little bit of both. A little bit of both. Yeah. It's. It, but today you have to have multiple sites. It's oh, like on sure. the dock here. You saw our social media. We've got four sites just for the social media, yeah. and Donna's managing that. We've got eight platforms today. You know, we could probably put a couple more on there, but we kind of decided that was enough. I couldn't come up. I couldn't. The fact that I can remember all those is a great thing and you know it's just a wonderful thing we're back in the studio in part two here in part two uh what we're going to do here is i'm trying to look and see here i'm trying to get here part, part two right here is news yesterday today and tomorrow that's what we're doing right now news yesterday today and tomorrow so that's what we're going to get into so guys let, let me throw out the first question to you and i'll start with you bill simply because you're you're the old dog here definitely and and, and we go back. Bill and I go back to, to youth ministry days. He stayed. I left the area. I came back, and Bill had improved the area dramatically. So I don't know if my leaving – I do know this. Where I went, the IQ went up, and I heard when I left here the IQ went up. So I don't know what that means. But, uh, Bill, you're definitely an old dog here. Uh, and then, of course, uh, listen, tell us how the news changed from, from maybe when you started, when you started 30 years ago as just riding right out of college – and to what you see now, what major shifts, major changes are you seeing? Are, what's good, what's bad, and what's really concerning you that's, I mean, like, Clint what's ugly? Well, let's go back even farther because you know, I've been reading newspapers my whole life, um, yeah. reading magazines my whole life, watching the news my whole life. Uh, but you go back even farther than that, and, and you know that there was a heyday of, of our business, the newspaper business, that uh, preceded me for the most part. I, I kind of got in on the tail end of that, but there was a time when news, newspapers were the primary source of information for most people, at least on a daily daily basis. And when you go back, you know, we talk so much now about bias in in, uh, in the media. You go back a hundred years, you had newspapers being named the Republican, and the Democrat, and just about anything in between. And so you had. You had, you know, innate bias happening there. Just, you know, somebody would, would start a newspaper to promote their point of view. Uh, that That is, could be, it could be argued a lot of that is happening today, maybe not in newspaper business, just because it's a lot more popular in some other forms of media. But there is bias, you know, coming through the, coming through the news that I wasn't trained to have as a journalist. I know Riley wasn't trained to, to have as a journalist. Uh, by the time I got into the newspaper business in the late 80s, we were doing things me mechanically a little different, uh, certainly different than it is now, but different than it had been for, for a long time, you know, all the, all the years of, of linotype and, and uh, you know, uh, press that, uh, that took a lot more people to operate. We were starting to transition into the computer age. We started to use, I, I remember the day they put the first Macintosh in front of my computer and all of a sudden we could actually lay out pages on a computer screen uh, we didn't do it for the longest time but we uh, we found out you could do it we uh, were still kind of doing things old school pasting up and waxing and 
and burning plates and and uh, and sending it off to uh, sending it off to press. But uh, that's certainly evolved over the years. And and Riley's not old enough to well, he's actually old enough to remember it because he was with me so often in in the old days. But uh, really, within the last twenty years, that's changed dramatically. That what it what it took in those days for twenty people to to produce produce a newspaper now. You, Take Riley and I and and the guys at the press, and probably no more than five, in order to be able to put our newspapers on on the uh, stands every week. So, so about seven people can do it today versus twenty plus. Right. So uh, innately, what you have there is when you start paring down the team. Okay, you have fewer eyes on those pages. You have fewer contributors to those pages, um, and and the concern would be fewer points of view in in a newsroom when uh when you have more pe- more individual control over it in, in in the way that that some of us do you go to our regional newspaper we have here in southern illinois they, they've experienced the same kind of thing much smaller much smaller staff that can be a good thing it can be a bad yeah, they left their big offices i know just recently yeah yeah and and so many of them you know so many of us have gone to regional presses you know we don't have our own press we use we use a more of a a uh, regional press they uh, they're doing the same thing, but in, as as far as the true news business and and the way the way it operates and the way that we um, you know decide what's going going into our pages, because so many of these newspapers have gone down, so so we've also lost some of the strength of the Associated Press. And the Associated Press was set up as a objective um, association of reporters that were reporting things together, running them through an editor who were then disseminating, you know, disseminating the news out. And, uh, but the, what happened there also is even for those of us in local news had become so reliant on the Associated Press that um, when, when it got to the point where, in, within the last 20 years, 10 years really, that people could get those same regional national stories on their phones, there just wasn't as much of a need for that anymore. And so it was put on these now small newsrooms to create the content that was going to go in the papers because people just didn't need to go out and buy a newspaper or pick up a newspaper in order to see the national stories anymore. It was at their thumbs. Right. Or at the least, it was it was easily available. And so now that 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 our business has changed and people are getting their news in different ways and no longer getting it from the pages as we were, then we had, you have two decisions you make. You fold up or you, you, you know, determine that you're going to create local content that nobody else is doing. And that's, that's really, cool. that's really what strengthened, strengthened us. Meanwhile, because people, people are interested in themselves. They want to see their family. They want to see their friends. Exactly. And, and what you guys have uniquely is you found a niche in the fact that, that, the, the 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 national news is so nationalized and become pretty narrow in who else producing it. You guys have found a niche because it's really left a void in the local, in the local arena. Yeah, and and you and you've got to have you've still got to have even with newspapers shutting down, you've got to have these local news agencies serving as a watchdog the same way that we we've sure. always done. And 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 so we we still are determined to do that. We're still determined to to, to keep our focus local. But if I would say anything has changed in my time in, in the business, it's, it's exactly that, is that we're just not relied on as much for the, the broader, bigger stories. Right. So we, we determine that we need to take what we're doing, 
locally and put them put it into a broader perspective and 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 make sure that that um, no we don't need to be the ones to re- tell you about the plane crash that happened in West Virginia last night but we can do a local angle on that and 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 help you know it. how's that affecting local how's pilots that affect yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah those that kind of thing well let me ask let me let me ask a follow question to Riley on this in the same spectrum because you've kind of grown up in this whole world and like your dad said that you had the republic you have the, the paper the democrat in up up near st louis area it, I, I never thought about the fact that they're named after parties and i've read both of them i lived in the, in the in the metro area i live i've been down here when, when I read those, I might see that in the in the editorial pages, but honestly, I've seen in views in those back in those days when I read it. But now you feel like I, I never saw it come out in the in the news. Now, I, give me don't get me wrong. Maybe I didn't know about all the news because they chose to leave news off the off the paper and out of the paper. Maybe the editorial choice selected some of that for me. But I didn't feel the bias just blast through a news piece. Today, I can't hardly tell news from editorial i can tell opinion pieces still kind of because there's some other person that can't you know you can just tell us like grandma sonzo but news and 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 what happened to the difference between news and editorial work well i think the the main change right now in the world we live in um through phones and through how easy it is to put your voice out there is people without qualifications people without editors are now reporters and and, and voices um whether people are censoring them or edit- editing them or, um, you know, basing their decisions off of clickbait or off of what drives, um, you know, business to a certain organization or through a website. Um, you know, back in the day, like he described, if you wanted to put something out there, you know, 100 years ago, you had to get a couple of guys together. You got to go buy a press. You got to, you know, crank this thing out come up with all this money to pay for all this ink and paper and then go stand out in the streets and pass it out. If you wanted to get a message out there, you know, even 50 years ago, um, that's what you had to do. Now, if you've got a decent enough following on, on a website or on a social media page, within seconds, um, you can you can spread either your personal opinion <laughs> or something that's false out, out to the world. And once it's out there, um, there's no taking it back. You're seeing a lot of uh, misfires today, a lot by big media. I mean, Washington Post, big level papers coming out with this statement or that statement only to find out the, the next day or two. It's completely, completely well, it's, wrong. It's the, you know, got to be first, not necessarily got to be right. No, And then you're seeing papers openly refuse to retract knowingly proven stories that are wrong. I mean, I, I know that's, I mean, that's in that, in that big role out there. How, how do you, Rachel, when you're, when you're getting ready to do a report with somebody, you're, you're out doing one of your news pieces, you've got to do some vetting of people as you pre-interview them and get ready to interview them. How do you find out what news is really true and what news is really, you know, kind of twisted or, or, cause like I said, everybody's got a blog, everybody's got the camera phone, everybody's got their viewpoint, but you don't know that, that viewpoint's right. And when you're interviewing somebody, you're trying to get their view, but you as a reporter are, are, have got to look at, you got to get a 360 look at it a little bit better. So you make sure if you are interviewing a victim that then you're interviewing a victim, but if you're inter- interviewing, you know, somebody that's in law enforcement or somebody that's doing counseling and they're trying to help victims, that's a whole different role. How do you vet this today with the way news moves so fast information? How do you make sure that what you're reporting because i haven't i haven't like called and screamed at you guys and said you got to retract that yeah you got to take that down I, I just don't see you guys doing a lot of false reporting so how do you vet that in the modern day way and how do you get your how do you deal with the yesterday stuff today i mean google's obviously a great 
tool for that you can get online and find out a lot of information um, asking around town we've got great resources and people in the know who are willing to set the record straight for us um, and just being honest and upfront with our viewers if we did miss something coming out with you know a follow-up or just own it I think yeah. I think like everybody's cool with we're gonna mess yeah. up from time to time and I do think people know media moves fast, and they they can they know there's going to be more and more mistakes like that. So you just got to own it. How do you, what what have you seen change yesterday to today? What's the biggest move you've seen in the last maybe ten years in in news and media? I mean, I think a lot of things get put out online right now just for the sake of getting clicks and getting views, and it may just be garbage and empty information, yeah. but it's just for the sake yeah. of you know getting eyes on that page and such low profiting from the ad. Yeah, I think All that's that one of the problems that, with a lot of these sites yeah. paying people for, for clicks or so many followers. And it can just be when the, somebody says, I'm an influencer. And I'm thinking, like, influencer, for what, what do you do? Yeah. You know, they go, like, I don't do anything. I'm an influencer. What do you think about that, Bill? You can be an influencer. You and I could have been influencers. Yeah, I think you and I have been influencers, and and especially you, Troy. But we're not uh, getting any swag. I don't get any. I've got no. my own cups, and yeah, that's no, it. Look, hey, you guys is, can keep the the hey the on the dock cups. I've got a little bit of Crown Brew in here. Thank you, Crown this Brew. Is the first real reward I've gotten for any of this stuff. That I, I want do. you to have that today because I want to give you some swag finally. Yeah, well, and but you know when we, when we talk about this twenty four seven news cycle and and what these what these big companies are having to deal with, uh, oh, there, there's a lot of pressure there. I you know I spent a year it just in local television news it's just a whole different atmosphere even even southern illinois local television news as far as the pressure to get something that that sparkles every day or something that <laughs> that uh, really right you know kick kicks you in the gut every day and 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 uh we you know so obviously we are in a we have been in a, more of a weekly cycle now we're doing the, like these daily updates and things that that uh, have us pushing for a little more, but we could we could play that game too. We could get into a competitive, you know, feeling and atmosphere with even just some of the some of the other Facebook pages and 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 social media bloggers that are putting information out there. Sometimes we get a little caught up in that. We you know there there are some especially even young people that are doing a pretty decent job, but you know not a whole lot of experience, so they'll. They'll chase something and, and or throw it out a little faster than than uh, than they need to. Um, we understand that you know you talk about how we how we vet our interviews and things. Being local, being local and longtime local, help us to to know a lot of people. Help yeah. us to know you know a lot of lot of things you know that, that we can steer away from. At the at the same time, being local and and having those connections also allows us to to. Um, you know, network and, and, and make connections that, that, uh, allow us to, to put these stories out at the, in the right timing and to, and to, you know, keep the, keep not only the integrity of what we do, but keep those relationships so that we can have, we can be the voice, the platform that, that they use for, for what we do. There, there's, good. there's, you know, we, the, the, the thing sometimes people forget about the news business is that it's, privately owned every every bit of it is privately owned none of it is government funded we are not a government agency we don't have necessarily hard rules to play by we, we none of us want to get sued obviously right but we you know we could we could run away with lots of different things um at the same time we don't necessarily have a tax supported obligation to the taxpayers to to report every last thing that we know all the time we think there are sometimes that it's important that we, for the integrity of the story or what's happening or what's coming with it, we will support it, 
by holding on to it for a while and making sure that the timing is right in order not to kill a, a great project that's in the, right. in the midst of happening. Absolutely. Or, or to jump too fast into something and making somebody look bad that doesn't deserve to be made look, you know, made, made Absolutely. to look bad. So it's, it's, it's a lot of timing. It's a lot of knowing, uh, knowing folks and, and being in the middle of it. That's great. You yeah. guys did a great job with that. Hey, I'm going to come back. I'm going to hit you on this next round of questions because I want to also now look at, I want you to put your kind of your, you know, I don't, I don't do crystal balls. I'm a Christian, but, but I want you to put on your prophetic lens. I want you to be a, a prophet of the future for a minute and just kind of tell me where you think it's going. I mean, Riley, I know you're probably on the edge of this and I know, I know your old man's not going to be able to get there. I mean, we're already stretched thin. We're both of us. I mean, you guys know the theme song for this show is on the dock of the bay with Otis Redding. We, we use him as an inspiration. We did our own version of dirty Memphis blues version. Cause I'm a Memphis boy. Hey, shout out, shout out to your band, by the they're, way. They're, I mean, phenomenal. Yeah. Ben Ottolini, Dustin Griffin and Griffin. And then, and then Lucas over there, put that, laid that down. And it's just incredible. I asked him, I said, I don't want the George. I want the Memphis blues version. And it needs to pass the RCA editorial sponsorship. <laughs> so YouTube cleared it for go. But uh, Otis, you know, Otis recorded that song in D- December 1967. He didn't record the second verse. He whistled it, died in a car plane crash, coming back from a gig, didn't make it back to record it. So my goal right now, my main chief and goal is to raise my kids, see some more grandkids, and get to heaven so I can ask God to bring Otis to me. And I want to hear verse <laughs> two of Sitting on the Dock of Bay. They're supposed to play that song at my grave site. They're supposed to play uh, My Hope is Built, and it is well at my funeral. And it, right after they do the Lord's Prayer, they're supposed to let that play. And then when they whistle, they're, everybody's supposed to leave and go eat Masacholi. <laughs> and what, what people are supposed to be told by my son or whoever's talking is, Dad's hearing verse 2 right now. Please leave. It's a studio session. So that's kind of the shtick there. But, I mean, there's some good – you and I are on the dock of the bay. We, we know that story. It's in our blood. But these guys, I think, have a feel maybe for what's – I mean, what's coming? Because history is moving so fast right now. It's just moving so fast. Who would imagine that, you know, I, I, electronic giving right now is over half of our church's giving, well, well over half. You know, we, we have as many families watching us online now in their pajamas on Sunday as they're coming live. Some churches are forced them trying to shut their, their virtual down now and make them all come back in. And I've just decided you can't put the genie back in the bottle. You just can't do it. I think we've got to do both well. The, the, and we're reaching other people. i got people listening in Wisconsin. And I have four people coming to the local church and getting involved. But there are times when people just can't get there. I don't mind being a secondary resource to somebody. Our church is doing great things. So I know the church world's changing. So I know the media. So we're going to, what I'm going to do here, uh, Lucas, Lucas is all ready to go. Lucas, our executive director here. We're going to show real quick a 50-second commercial. Swinford Media did not pay for this. This is being donated by the On the Dock team because I cannot tell you how many times I've mooched and begged promotion from them. I finally get to give back. Check out this 50-second piece on this incredible Swinford Media Group. You want to check that out. Wildcat Game Day is a production of the Swinford Media Group. Don't miss our weekly newscast, The Marion Star Live. Along with our other popular digital segments like Turning Back Time on our social media channels. And if you act now, you will receive 13 months of our weekly print publications. The Marion Star, The Heron Independent, and The Carterville Courier for just $45. Print subscribers can also receive our daily email updates packed with the latest news, sports, obituaries, and inside information from the Swinford Media Group at no extra cost. Subscribe online at SwinfordPublications.com. 
The daily email updates, I have to say, guys, are probably my favorite. Just because, I mean, Bill has them there for me when I get up, and I like that. I, I just feel like I got my day together, ready to go when that happens. So let me ask that. This is open. Y'all can go in whatever order you want here, uh, but I'll defer to the right here. How do you see the world, the media world, changing tomorrow? What's coming? What are you getting ready for? You know, a good football coach is ready for anything that comes at them. A new offense, a new a new fancy deal. What, what What's happening? I mean, I think it's just going to continue to get faster. I think the demand for constant <laughs> – It's bad for me and Bill. Constant communication um, is, is more there than ever before. Um, we have, you know, messaging set up on our pages, um, you know, on the social media pages you referenced earlier where people – within minutes of something happening or asking us, hey, what's going on? You know, what, there was an accident on Route 13. Can you tell us, you know, who was involved before we sometimes even hear about it? But, but in the old days, when we, we've had that in the past, and I don't understand what happened. When, when Bill and I were growing up, we called that, uh, what was that that we had, the people oh, the, had? the answer machine? No, not the answer. <laughs> no, they, I, I've got one of those too. Bill, what was that? The, the scanner. Oh, the, oh, the scan. police yeah. scanner. The people that cared about that had scanners. Yeah. My, my mother-in-law, Ruthann Adams, still to this day has a police scanner, but uh, she's found that she's less useful to us because we are jumping on a, uh, a little quicker. Now she's on Facebook. Well, so and, and some of that's been, been privatized. Scan. and they're taking There are scanner apps now. My wife uses a yeah. scanner app. My, my, my daughter, is her, her husband's a sheriff, uh, deputy sheriff in uh, down in Mississippi, and she uses one to pay attention to things. Hey, just, just tell you an old bad story about scanners. When I was dating Beth, this is before I got married, before she became Mother Beth, the, the, the wonderful, my wonderful partner. She was living in DeCoin. We were going back and forth. This is back This is mm. back when, when we were really cool, Bill, when we looked good. Oh, sure. So when we were getting past 88, 89, 89. I was going back and forth, and I'd go every night to go watch Star Trek, whether the old Star Trek with, you know, mm. William Shatner, the old one that played at 1030 at night. So I'd run over. I'd do all my work, leave Benetton Insurance, church work, head over to DeCoin to watch Star Trek with her. And after Star Trek, man, I had to get back because at the time I was I was buying Benetton Insurance for my grandfather. He expecting me to be at work at 8 30 that's terrible i hate 8 30 <laughs> and, and so i would i would head out of town about 11 30 and i went th- over a course of a week i went four different directions uh four different times and the same state police officer got me going home mm-hmm. almost four nights in a row <laughs> at different places it's like he was stalking me and all i can say to you this is i thought nobody would know about it but when i got back i was pastor in energy uh. I have people over there that listen to the scanners. Yeah. <laughs> they all knew about it. It oh, was just sure. embarrassing. But the good thing is, I didn't get a ticket on any of them. The fourth time he stopped me, he said, just tell me what's going on. So I told him. He says, I think you ought to marry her. It'll be a lot cheaper. <laughs> so that's what happened. So the scanners are deadly. So what is this, what will be the scanner What will be the scanner for the next few years? And, and, and I mean scanner, meaning at least when you heard the scanner, you knew it was the police officer. You knew it was a firefighter. You knew it was I mean a scanner that tells us the truth. Not clickbait, not 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 false information. Yeah, I mean, I think as as technology continues to evolve, I mean, even when I was in school, you know, I graduated SIU in, in 2014, they were preparing us to still use voice recorders on tape. <laughs> um, we were carrying these giant cameras on our shoulder that were still recording. In some cases, on on a on a small CD or an SD card. Now everything is you know AirDrop, text message, email, Google Drive. So, I mean, it's, it's just changing so fast that, you know, people are going to continue to have to stay ahead of the curve, but more and more the, the obstacles to entry are so much smaller because you can look legit if you have the right phone app, if you have the right uh, blog, if you get a really cool-looking website, if you get a, a really cool-looking social media page, they're going to say, oh, this guy knows what he's talking about. So people are going to have to be careful to, you know, 
filter out the good from the bad. It's good that people can get into it. I think that's good. Access is good. But it's bad also in the fact that you can get a lot of bad content. Oh, for sure. Yeah, so we're going to have to figure out how to regulate that. And I think that's where you need a good relationship with Winford Media Group because they can kind of line you out real quick. You know? Yeah, and I, and I think sometimes, too, people get too, like I said before, too hung up on, on being first instead of being right and, and just trying to jump out there. You know, there's times where, you know, people say, you know, have you heard, you know, what House of Hope's doing over there? And we could just immediately put that out there, but we take a deep breath and we're like, we're just going to call Pastor Troy and we're going to find out for sure. Call John Steve and, and oh, ask yeah. John what's going on. Or, you know, if, if there's a program going on at the church, you know, people are going to say, no, that starts at 730 and we're, we're going to get right to the source and make sure we have what, what happens. You as know. Christians, though, I mean, I think about this as Christians and, and, and we'll, we'll go to Rachel next. As Christians, though, we're told Matthew 18, if we hear something about our brother to go talk to him. Mm. you know, maybe go to somebody else, yeah. you know, I, 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 it sounds like that's a good reporting thing. It sounds like that would be a good thing for us to do in general as individuals, as we think about our own blogs and our own writings, maybe making sure that before we post something about somebody, we actually, number one, is it my business? Number two, should I even be talking about this? Is this gossip or is this real? Or if I'm going to do it, should I, should I give a person benefit of the doubt and give them a call first? Exactly. You know, and maybe verify that. So, so verifications issue. Rachel, let me ask you the same question. What, what, what do you see tomorrow? What, what, what's moving fast for you? What do you, what do you see changing rapidly in the next couple of years? I think people want the most condensed, quick version of what they can get. Yeah. Uh, news-wise, uh, we you know post our stories all the time on Facebook and Instagram, and those get all kinds of interactions because it's a 10-second intake. It's just a quick drink of what's going on for people, and sometimes that causes them to go check out more and research it, but a lot of times that's the only way that they're seeing and catching up on what's going on in town. So they're all about the quick fix and the the like immediate response well, and interaction and, and and to build off of that and, and what i was saying before too troy even what we're doing right now you know back back when you guys were coming up we would have had to have a giant satellite on top of our building <laughs> oh, right I know. and buy an airtime and, and talk to some you know local radio station into giving us you know three hours of their time oh, to yeah. let these four guys come in and talk and you know um lucas would have a big tape you know recording going on and this would you know be probably played at eleven thirty at night right. in some obscure radio so, station. Yeah. So I mean, even what we're doing here, um, infomercial channel <laughs> after they've gone off there, would have not been possible right. um, back back in the day. And you know what we do with our newscast. We're shooting a lot of that stuff with iPhones, iPads. I know, and, and high cams. quality. When you guys came in and helped us with Family Fun Day, I mean, people had no idea the equipment we were using and how portable it is. Yeah. And so I, you know, we're not we're not carrying these giant cameras. We're not shooting up to the satellite. You know, we're just you know airdropping and texting and emailing this content to each other. So. The way that people are, are receiving their information is changing, but also the way that the news media is producing that information is changing, which is lowering the cost in a lot of ways. People are cutting corners a little bit more. Um, people are losing jobs because of that because, you know, you can be a, a reporter slash cameraman. You don't have to have, you know, two people on every story. It can just be one person, you know, at the same time. So, you know, it's, it's just constantly evolving. And if people don't stay ahead of the curve on the ways they produce it, but also the ways they receive it, it's, it's going to, you know, leave some people in the dark. And, you know, even the way you watch TV, you know, people aren't so much appointment viewing anymore. Right. Um, you're not sitting down watching Star Trek, you know, at yeah, 10, right. 10 30. I know. You can just pull that up on demand. Anytime, I know, I know. You want, so. It was so much funner to go see, see my, my fiancé at that time, my girlfriend. <laughs> We're missing – I do think, though, let me follow up on Rachel's question. This may mean I, we bring the bonus question in the next round because I, I do think she's right. I think what, Rachel, you've said about people wanting condensed versions, they want – um, 
quick drinks. I think that's a very true statement. Back when Bill and I were young and we played football in our days, you were lucky if a coach gave you a drink. Mm-hmm. My coaches didn't believe in water. <laughs> they did not. They, you got water at the end of a practice. Then I coached for 20 years, and very soon I had to water every 20 minutes, you know. It was, you know, they gave me a salt, they gave us salt tablets back in the day. <laughs> they did. And, and condensed version, quick drink. There's a, a book out by Cal. I can't, the last name, it's, it's one of my favorite books, and it's either Cal Newton, I can't remember the last name. Uh, sh- uh, Frenetic Shallowness. It's, the book's called uh, Deep Thought. Or, or, and the idea is that we, today we can't really think deep. We, we've lost the ability to, to go deep in our thoughts. What was that? Deep work. Deep work. Thank you. Deep, Cal Newport. Cal Newport. And I've got the book. I've spent hundreds of hours in it, and I can never remember. Cal Newport. Thank you, Lucas. D- d- i got to just put that book up, Deep Work. And it talks about the fact that we've lost the ability to do deep thought, deep things. We can't, like, we've had our phone, I've had my phone in airplane mode for two hours now, and I'm not blowing up or dying. Maybe the world's blowing up and dying. We just don't know. But my point is, he also talks about the counter that is sh- uh, 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 frenetic shallowness. We become so frenetically shallow, we cannot even take in something deeper. And you say, well, maybe they'll go look for it. Really only if it interests them. Well, and, and the downside to that, since there isn't that deep thought, you're not getting all sides of the story. Um, Absolutely, you're, there's and, no way you can. And when I was in when nope, I was in school, um, we were doing projects. Um, I did a semester working at the Daily Egyptian student newspaper, and, and they wanted us to write 1,200 words and make sure we had all sides represented. And we had this research, and we went to the library, and we pulled out all these historical references, and you know, put those in there. You know, nowadays people aren't going to make it far enough to get all of the facts. So you've got. 50 words, sometimes 100 words. You got the Twitter model, 120 characters or less, to quickly tell somebody what they need to know, and then people are just going to make assumptions or guess. I don't know if you can always tell somebody the truth in a condensed version that really helps transmit the truth at the level of the truth. If that was the case, the Bible would be one book or a mm-hmm. few verses. I, I, I do think it, the, the ability to condense it so that people want to come back and read more, definitely you've got to do that to, do, to, to be relevant. I see that. But I guess I'm concerned, Rachel, is is – we're going to have to figure out how to give people, I mean, you're going to have to really work hard to get ramps to cause people to want to go look deeper. And, and, and the, my question is, will people be able to think deeper? Or is that going to become a muscle that's so poorly used in our society that we've decided really quickly, well, I'm for this or against this. And all you've read is something very condensed. So you don't really know all, even all the sides to it. And we've, is that what's bipolarized our society so much where we have basically left and right. But to me, things aren't left and right. Really. I think there's a lot of sides and a lot of issues. Yeah. I wonder all the time if it's going to take one generation, two generations, what's when it's going to take before somebody finally steps back and says, look, somebody, somebody needs to, you know, talk talk a little bit more about what this is doing to us, and and uh, obviously instant information, and 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 me not even. I mean, probably not for me. It's not a very good thing that I don't even have to get out of my chair to get a dictionary anymore. I could I've got access to I got access to everything at my fingertips and without leaving my chair. I can watch our show without leaving right. leaving our chair. But one of the things that we try to do with with our show and and all of the social media stuff, short little interviews, whatever we're p- putting up is we're always trying to put, you know, point back to the paper because the paper does have the more in-depth in version right. of it. And we do encourage people to get into those. I mean, sh- there are some things that, no, you don't you don't need to go any deeper into. Right, it. exactly. There, there are complex issues, when it's, especially when it comes to taxpayer-funded projects and those kind of things, that you need to hear every last bit about it. You need to read every last bit about it and absorb it. Right. 
whether people will do that or whether they, you know, like you say, eventually will have the, the ability to, to do it and, and ingest it and sit with an article even for five minutes and take it all in is, is the big question. Because we, you know, even, even me at myself, me at my age, you know, I find myself getting less and less patient with, with things and, and, and wanting to, wanting to, to, to get it and get it quickly. And, and I know if that's the case, and I wasn't raised that way, if that's the case with me, you know, what's this generation going to be like? But I, and I think that's a good example. We're, we're going to wrap up here in a second, but I want to say something to you, though. I Recently for the House of Hope, we were working on the uh, ESDA and the, um, the relief for COVID for getting uh, FEMA assistance. And so we, we were working through that with our local ESDA people here in Williamson County. And we, we ran into a dead end with the money because we needed it. Originally, we thought we could just do it standalone with support. And Mayor Fertini has been very helpful and helped us with that. We ran into a dead end. We had to go back. And they, they made us through FEMA uh, and IMA go back through the county authority, so the county board. So we got in dealing with uh, with our brother there uh, and our the, the three board members there. Mm-hmm. And when we went into that board setting, when I had to go into that board setting, which was just like two months ago, it was a little bit spicy. I didn't understand why everybody on the board would just not jump up and down to make sure that local entity got resources that were available to us clearly to help feed people in our, in our thing. And they weren't against it. They actually all three supported us fully, but I, they began to ask me questions and I would not have been prepared when I went to the board meeting to do that. Had I not read your paper because I didn't see it in, even though you do a good job in the email thing, I didn't see the depth of why the Williamson County Board was so tense. They're tense over the audit issues and the audit questions. And what they were concerned about was giving, if FEMA gives us $100,000 through them, even though it's a pass-through grant, will that trigger another audit? And so they were all very tense about that. Had I not been a reader of the paper and knew the depth of what was going on at Williamson County that you guys report, I would have walked into that meeting and been blindsided by what I thought were three people that were just kind of against me. They weren't against me. They, They were dealing with other issues. So the truth wasn't as black and white as I thought it was. There was a complexity. So I was able to go in because of the knowledge I got through reading a more in-depth article. I answered their questions on how to deal with it before they asked them. Mm-hmm. Number one, I said, any cost of audit, we would like to make sure it comes out of our money. That that took care of two questions right off the bat. And they moved forward and we got full support. And we, But I, I would not have been equipped had I not known the the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. That's what we used to ask for people in testimony, whether it's in the news or whether it's in court. And I think that's a valuable thing that you're doing. So I want to encourage people. I do look at the dailies, but I think the thing I like most is getting into Thursday, getting down there and reading through that and getting some depth and knowing some things, especially in the community. So, hey, any last words from any of you guys on what you see happening? Or give me give me one prediction. What, what's the biggest thing you see happening in Heron, Marion, or Car- Carterville? What's, what's, what's a big thing you see happening? happening in the next year or two that's going to be exciting for us all in terms of the news organization yeah, or just news and or just our community you guys are at the well, heartbeat we're going to get deeper into this in the next episode well i think you know recently what we've been reporting on is just the continued growth especially in marion and and some of the exciting projects we have coming you know in both facets the newer parts of town but also the reinvestment into the historical parts of town and so i think that's going to probably dominate rachel and i's jobs yeah. a lot over the next year you know is you know, what's coming, what's getting improved, how is this going to continue to grow? And, you know, we're excited being downtown to be right in the middle of all that. And then how, you know, we're going to continue to use the resources that we've been given in the newer parts of town to bring visitors to the area and and continue to give the people that have lived here a long time, like all of us, 
um, more fun things to do. So that's that's what we're excited to watch happen and, and watch report. That's very on. cool. Yeah, yeah. You, you know, one of the things that's uh, exciting is that when we talk to some of this private development going on, the private developers. They're telling us there's things coming that are even more exciting than anything wow. that's been put out yet. And I feel that too. I feel that when I hear your reports. I feel that I, I, I see the I see the energy building. I don't see like I don't feel like we've crescendoed at all. And the collaboration between all of these different parties, government to private investment, is 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 fantastic. Amen. The, well, and the that quality of people involved and kind of wrapping what we've talked about that makes our jobs easier, right? To actually have news going on. I think sometimes the reason that the news media starts losing you know getting a bad rep is when they start having to fish for stuff or make stuff up but we've got so much easy news falling in our lap right now it's nice we've, we've got plenty of content we don't we don't have to you know there's a lot or, of good news happening and be yeah, a lot of shifting right. and changing the guard yeah. in, in our city and stuff right now so i think it's going to be interesting rachel any last words uh, I'm super excited about all this development too both in marion heron and carterville there's just new life and new breath being breathed into everything but I'm also excited for what like the next generation is going to do and Victoria and some other graduates from Marion this past year that we've had the honor of meeting and I'm excited for them to uh to go on and get their education and hopefully come back and reinvest in the community that's invested so much in them. Oh, I'm excited about that too. You guys, you guys are doing a great job. We're going to get deeper in this. We're going to get deeper in this, this future stuff in a minute. Let me just say, I appreciate you guys being in here and, and being part of discussion. Let me bring this up here. You can check out the Swinford Media Group. What a group. Check them out. All their publications are available there on the screen. The Marion Star, the Heron Independent, and the Carterville Courier. You can check them out. They've got other things like their Wildcat Game Day. Also, their Turning Back Time. They've got incredible stuff and check out the Marion Star Live and if you're not subscribed to their papers get it done get it done get it done and you want to be getting uh, you want to get that daily email update you want to get that then you want to get the paper and get deeper into it like they said check out their Facebook presence at the Marion Star at the Independent at Carterville Courier newspaper at the Heron Independent and you can find them on Instagram at the Marion Star Live and YouTube at Swinford Publications but mostly go check them out at SwinfordPublications.com got any email questions send that to Riley there Riley Swinford at gmail.com and they are a great presence in our community. Guys, thank you for being with us on the dock. We're going to be back for our signature roundtable discussion. We take questions, all the things in my notebook. They're going to come back, and we're going to go deeper on a few things here in our roundtable in part three. You can find out more about On the Dock at onthedock.org. You can email us at info at onthedock.org. If you've got more questions, reach out to us. We'd love to have our executive producer, Donna, reach out and connect with you. And we'd love to have you on one of our platforms. If you found one, find another. Get on YouTube, iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Facebook. Facebook, Roku, Rumble, and SermonNet. And we have social media presence also on Facebook, Instagram, Telegram, and Twitter. We'd love to hear from you. Tell us how things are going. Please share, subscribe, like, hit notification. Do all those things because they help us out and mostly tell other people. How do you tell them? You send them a link so they can be a part of the On The Dot community. You can join us and be a sponsor or a patron. If you want to support what we're doing, check us out at Patreon and become an On The Dot partner. Or you can become a sponsor if you'd like. We'll tell you more about that soon. And you don't if you don't have a church presence hey these guys here all go to altarscape marion they meet at sundays at 8 30 you said 8 30 8 30 10 30 8 30 and 10 30 i love altarscape marion i cut my teeth on some jim sloan that's a, he was a big influence on my life and and i appreciate the history of that church so be, be a part of them if you don't have a church home check that out you can also come out to community faith church sundays at 10 o'clock wednesday 6 30 we have a virtual campus at coftv.com on uh, you can find us on our facebook also named after community faith church and our youtube channel we'd love to have you come out and we are so glad you joined us on the dock we'll be back in podcast number three you do not want to miss our round table discussion so we'll see you next time at on the dock next week.